ketone drinks popular with cyclists didn't improve their performance, according to a new study in the International Journal of Sport Nutrition and Exercise Metabolism. In fact, racers who drank the dietary supplements were slower and developed stomach aches. This is Pulse Check. I'm Kelly Hooper. Amazon is delaying a new telemedicine service after Politico reported that two Senate Democrats, Elizabeth Warren of Massachusetts and Peter Welch of Vermont, raised concerns about a form the tech giant is asking customers to sign. By signing, customers acknowledge that the health data they share with Amazon isn't protected by HIPAA, the federal health privacy law. The company pushed back the unveiling of the telemedicine offering until July 19th to get past the news. The Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services is proposing a new way to cover FDA-approved medical breakthrough devices for Medicare patients following its decision to withdraw a more permissive Trump administration rule. The agency now plans to cover only devices that are highly relevant to the Medicare population on a transitional basis. And in Congress, there's a new effort among some lawmakers to rethink how Medicare pays doctors. But others say an agreement to make changes before the end of the year is unlikely. Daniel Payne explains. Hey, Kelly. Thanks for having me. So there are these new efforts among lawmakers to reform MACRA. Can you talk about what that means? Sure. So MACRA is a law that sort of informs how doctors get paid through Medicare. It's really important for how doctors make their money, how many people who are Medicare beneficiaries can see doctors. The law has been something that's been a bit contentious in recent years. It's something that physicians change, so they they don't have as much paperwork, and they get what they would say is more fair pay, which is just more pay from the government. And it's something that lawmakers have been looking at changes for for a while as well. So here we are about halfway through the year, and Congress is again a group of lawmakers, Republicans in the House, are looking at what changes could be made now. And can you talk about who specifically is pushing for these reforms and what some of their asks are? I think maybe the best place to look is in the GOP Doctors Caucus in the House. A lot of lawmakers there who are physicians and sort of know the concerns of physicians throughout the country really well. And they're looking for similar things. They want a lot of the paperwork to be cut down. They're saying that that would make it possible for doctors to practice medicine instead of having to jump through legislative hoops and looking for payment adjustments. The asks for them are not exactly set in stone at this point. It seems just sort of exploring what options are out there. But broadly speaking, pay adjustments and less regulatory burden for doctors around the country. What are the chances of these reforms actually happening this year? So the chances seem really slim, according to staffers on the Hill on both sides of the aisle. There's already a lot of health policy in motion right now in Congress, and that's eating up a lot of attention in these committees. And so for these lawmakers to come in and try to reform a law that is already very, very complex, that efforts to reform it before have failed, there's some doubt in the minds of policymakers and staffers that this can happen. Instead, we're seeing a lot of committee action on pharmacy benefit managers or price transparency across the health sector or consolidation. So there's a concern that while there are going to be talks and good intentions to improve this law, that there just isn't necessarily the bandwidth among health policymakers to make this happen by the end of the year. Speaking to those doubts, 
Have leaders of the reform effort said anything about that? When I caught up with some of the lawmakers who are really pushing this and ask them about those doubts, they say that this is an urgent issue, that physicians being able to keep their practices open and, and continue working and continue seeing Medicare beneficiaries. And so in turn, older Americans having access to care across the country is at stake here. So they're saying that this issue is important, that they're committed to working on it and getting something done. And there is a recognition that it's going to be challenging to get this done by the end of the year. But there's also some hope that maybe they could take this in smaller chunks, that they could find smaller in what they would see as improvements to make this year and then maybe some more next year and the year after and tackle it like that. The concern is when the end of year crunch comes that there will just be a frenzy to get physician payments boosted and not worried about reform as much as just worried about getting that money in the hands of doctors and that that will overtake this issue of reforming the law for a long-term fix. So it still remains to be seen what these lawmakers are going to do. They certainly are saying that they're still committed to this and that they're going to continue meeting about it. And there is some bipartisan consensus that something needs to be done, but exactly what a policy would look like to do that remains to be seen. Well, thank you, Daniel, for walking us through this issue. And thanks so much for being here. Thanks, Kelly. And that's our show. Our music is by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. Afra Abdullah is our producer. Annie Reese is our senior producer. Our healthcare team editors are Eli Reyes, Dan Goldberg, Barbara Van Tyne, Beth Belton, and Sean Zeller. Jenny Ament is the executive producer of audio at Politico. I'm Kelly Hooper. Subscribe and follow Pulse Check for a new episode every day. And subscribe to our newsletters where you can read this reporting. Pulse, Future Pulse, and Prescription Pulse. Thanks for listening.